Hi there! Welcome to The Golden Age, a podcast all about the youth of today and how we go about navigating our current world. I'm your host, Bilal Bertai, a high school student who's in desperate need of some life advice. Each week, a guest and I will dive into a topic that we find relevant to our current lives. We'll talk about everything from podcasting, to money, to education, and even relationships, and anything in between. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 2 of The Golden Age. Today I'm joined with the host of Mind Maps podcast, founder of Dancing with a Purpose, and style style icon according to her Instagram, Anna Ho. Hi everyone, Hi. thank you so much for that intro. I feel like that was so much, I just like, but um, thank you. And yeah, my name is Anna Ho, I am 17, I am a senior at Novi um, in Michigan, so the United States, and like you said, um, I am a founder of Dancing with a Purpose. If you guys want to, you know, have a fun exercise um, or way of getting exercise during quarantine, go check that out. And um, I've never been called a style icon, but thank you for that. That means the world. Um, yeah, that's a bit about me. Of course, your Instagram is popping, by the way, just like your fits, your um, photos, amazing. Uh, mm. And yeah, so let's get right into it. I want to ask you about um, Dancing with a Purpose. So what inspired you to create Dancing with a Purpose? Right. So I think it came from, I guess, more of a personal thing that happened with my family. I mean, not like, this sounds so deep when I say that, but it was really just my dad during quarantine when all the gyms were closed. He like, he used to always go to the gyms, right? Like um, that was his only source of getting exercise most of the time. Um, and so just seeing that once Corona hit and all the gyms were closed, he didn't have any way of exercising outside of that. And I thought, okay, well, if he's, you know, struggling with this, I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands of other people out there also struggling with the same thing. And so I think I wanted to just kind of bring my own, um, I guess, like talents, like dancing and way of getting exercise to like the world, to other people that don't have access as well to like gyms or even not even gyms, just in general, maybe um, they want to get dancing and they've never you know been able to take a dance class but they've always wanted to and so I just wanted to give people a free fun way to dance and also like a creative outlet almost right because I know during the pandemic it is like very mentally draining being stuck with like the same people or even if just you're alone in your room it can be very mentally draining so I think it'll just be a fun way for people to get moving and have an outlet you know to try to like get stress relieved a bit um yeah I can 100% agree. This quarantine, Chloe Ting has become my worst enemy. <laughs> um, her ab workouts, not it, not it, but you feel amazing afterwards. So taking that initiative into your own hands is amazing. And I loved hearing your story about what really drove you to do so. So what were some struggles or obstacles that you faced whilst making or founding Dancing with a Purpose? Yeah, so I actually had like kind of this idea for like a year. I was just like sitting on it though in the back of my brain. I never acted on it, but I had this idea where it was more kind of niche though, not like in just in general for people. I had this idea where for kids specifically in Detroit, like inner city of Detroit, where they're not as privileged as um, where I live, which is Novi. And it's like a very, I would say, high middle class suburban area, right? And so obviously we're very privileged to have all the resources and um, things that we do have in this community, but I wanted to give back and um, give to those people that aren't as privileged as me. And so I really wanted to give people, especially in inner city Detroit, where they have all these negative outlets surrounding them, like 
gangs, drugs, all these different things. I wanted to give them a positive creative outlet, which was dance. And um, I had this idea, but I just never acted on it because I thought there's so many things I had to do just to start an organization, right? I thought, oh, I need to get a team of people, right, that want to do this with me and have the same passions as me. And then, oh, I need to, um, you know, probably get funding, right, to actually go to Detroit and teach dance classes. And so I just had all these doubts and I never acted on it because I had all these doubts. Um, but finally during quarantine, I was like, there's nothing that I can have for an excuse, right? I can't say, oh, I have the SAT or oh, this, that. And so I just went for it. Um, but then one thing, one thing that I did um, kind of get, like get got in the way of me first actually starting it um, right away was I thought I needed a team of people. And um, so I had a few of my friends come and join me for a bit. And we were like, oh um, yeah, I wanna like do this, right? But then I think they had different um, visions for it than I did. Um, so we were kind of butting heads a bit and in the end they were like, Anna, I just don't think I have the time to commit to this. And I don't think we we're on like the same wavelength. And so I was just like, you know what, it's fine. And then after a few weeks, I was like, I really want to do this still, right? Um, and I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to make a website um, and we'll see what happens. I'll just be a one man team. And then in the end, I realized you really don't need like a set people amount of people when you're first starting something because once you actually start it and once you make your website once you like kind of showcase yourself people are going to come to you like once i made that website once i started following people on instagram like all these underclassmen and just um people that i kind of knew from high school but um not really they just started contacting me and were like anna i want to be part of this and i thought that was just so cool that people just will come to you right once you start something so i think that's something i really want to tell people is that if you want to start like an organization or like a podcast, something like this, but um, you think that you need like a team of people behind you or other people to work with you. Um, you really don't need it from the get-go if like people aren't cooperating with you or if you don't like have a solid group of people, you can honestly just go for it. And then I'm sure if you just showcase yourself um, with like a website or whatever it be, people are gonna start coming to you. And um, yeah, that was just like kind of a challenge that I faced. I can relate on both of those, both of those notes, but in a separate manner. So me and a, me and a couple of friends, coworkers, students, um, decided to come together and create Bloom. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's really new, but it's becoming leaders of our own minds. And it's basically this organization that strives to make youth the best that they can become and not really changing themselves, but just polishing and perfecting who they are and becoming the best versions of themselves but it's so hard to work with five or four other people that you not really don't know but you aren't the closest with because you can't be like yo I don't like what you're doing here because that comes off way out of pocket and way too rude but it's always this like clash of so many different personalities and trying to find that common ground requires such a high level of maturity and um, understanding, which sometimes you, you just can't find. And like your case, you did have to take it on, take the high road to go solo. And it turns out amazing, whether it just be you or a group of other people doing it, it it's blossoming and I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, so actually, what I do with most of my guests, well, with all of my guests, is I ask them a question from a deck of questions I have prepared. Um, are you ready for your question? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um, what's been a highlight and a low light of your day slash week slash month? So whichever okay. time range you feel more comfortable with. 
Mm -hmm, definitely. So let's think. A highlight and a low light of my day or week. Um, hmm. Would you like me to share and give you some time to think? Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. <laughs> so I will start with a low light, get the bad energy out of the way. Um, <laughs> as I said, um, in the pre-show, the first 15, I got my timetable today and I realized I have French in the first quadmester <laughs> and nothing else. So now I have the impending responsibility of contacting my guidance counselor and seeing what's up with my schedule. Um, another low light is, um, I just feel like I have to share this one. Today on my Spotify, I don't know if you know Leaves from the Vine. I think I think so. So it's that song from Avatar The Last Airbender, the really oh. sad one, came up. And I was like having such a good time. And it was like, I can't have a good time anymore. You know, I was like, I need two minutes to really contemplate my entire existence because of this song again. Now that we have the bad stuff out of the way, my highlight was this morning I went on a run, but one of the songs that came in like at the very, very end while I was like walking home was a song. It wasn't like, it was a lo-fi um, hip hop, those non-lyrical songs. So it wasn't anything about the song, but the title was, what if it all turns out okay? And for some reason that really hit me really hard. Like, you know what, what if it does all turn out okay? And it felt, it was such a refreshing um, thought but that was very much a highlight of my day to really step back and think about, you know what, it's going to be all right. Let's, let's continue forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I finally collected my thoughts and I, one low light, um, was definitely, I think yesterday, um, it was kind of my fault though, but I was recording a podcast episode and then I hear like a vacuum going on in the background and I'm like, oh no, what is going to happen? And then I was like, I can't like go out of the room because we're still recording and I can't like do anything. And so that was definitely a little light, but I, it was my fault because I didn't like tell my family that I was going to be recording. Um, so that was one low light. Um, I think another low, another low light is like that right now, college apps, you know, being a senior, those are definitely stressing me out a bit. Um, so that's a low light. And then some highlights are, I just finished taking the SAT or ACT um, this past weekend. Yeah. So testing is done with, you know, that like, just like a whole rock like came off my back, you know, it just feels so nice. Um, and then one more That thing. rock is still on my back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. We're we'll get to it. Everything's going to turn out well. <laughs> Remember? Yes, everything, everything's going to turn out well. You got this, just, you got mm -hmm. this. Um, but honestly, though, I'm hoping, this is kind of off topic, but like, I'm hoping that colleges will become like blind, you know, for like SAT, ACT soon in the future. Because I feel like they're realizing now in like, um, this time that like, you know, you don't really need to judge us just by like our SAT scores, especially now that we're doing um, test optional for like a lot of colleges. So that's something exciting you can look forward to for maybe next year exactly. um, or, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but um yeah and then one more highlight is I got so many new thrift like thrifted pieces over this weekend yeah so I'm super excited for that and oh my god yeah also I'm vlogging again like I have this YouTube channel but it's like it's very small um literally only like 50 subscribers or something but I'm trying to be more like like more consistent with my videos so um new vlog coming out soon. I'm literally vlogging today. I might like get you on the vlog after this is over. I'll be like, hey guys, doing a podcast episode. Go check him out. Um, but yeah, that, those are just some highlights. Yeah. 
I love both of those highlights. About college is going blind. Um, it's such a refreshing, like obviously, like the top ones probably won't anytime soon, but mm-hmm. just the general like shift towards that actual like, okay, maybe testing doesn't really matter. It's mm-hmm. it's so anyone can do well on a test and anyone can do bad on a test. And it's make having that be like the determining factor, like or like one of the biggest determining factors of college apps is like a little discouraging, but we're moving away from that, which is awesome. (sighs) Here in Canada, if you don't know, we don't actually have testing. Um, Yeah, we don't have testing at all. Fun fact, our grades don't really matter until our senior year. So (laughs) they don't look at our entire transcript. They only look at the six, your six top courses of your senior year. So that's great, but um, I'm looking into applying to the US. So it's like, (laughs) can't even have that little... (laughs) Um, sense of relief. (laughs) Um, So let's jump right back to the topic at hand. What is one piece of advice you would give to people looking into getting into dancing or just getting more active in general? Um, Just getting active, I would say, okay, there's like this quote that I just recently found through like Pinterest, um, but it was like, if not now, then when? Right. And I think this can apply to so many different things, right? This can apply to if you want to start like an organization, if you want to start getting active, so many different things. It's just thinking like, you know, if you don't start now, when are you going to start? If you just keep saying, oh, I'll start like Monday or oh, I'll start the next day. You know, I know that happens a lot with people when they're trying to get more healthy and they're like, yeah, you know, it's fine. I'll eat this bag of chips. Then I'll like go on a diet or something or eat healthy the next week. And really there is no next week. It'll just keep going on and on. And then like, you know, I think one advice I would say is just like, go for it. Like right now, if you want to get active, if you want to start dancing, if you want to start a podcast, just go for it. That's like the biggest piece of advice I would say, because that was something I struggled with before. Definitely was um, like, I guess not for active, but like for organizations and podcasts, I was like so scared of judgment and my self-doubt, right? I was like, oh, what are people going to say? Or, oh my God, what if this fails, right? People are going to be like, Hannah's a failure, all this different and that was what was pushing me back right from actually starting these things and that's something I want to say is just like go for it and you can't let other people's like um thoughts or opinions about you deter you from doing the things you want to do right and um you're only benefiting yourself and you know you are that that beat you know you are it so just like go for it don't let other people's opinions or um viewpoints on you like let them dictate your life or what you do with your life. Just go for it. Whether it be, you know, going for a run or starting a podcast, just that's the most like crucial piece of advice I can give is go for it. And remember that quote, if not now, then when? Um, yeah, that's just my little piece of advice. That was really, really great advice. And you practically called me out because that was my exact mindset when it came to like dieting or just eating healthy in general. Um, like it's, it was always, let me do this tomorrow. Let me start next week. Let me start in the beginning of the month and beginning of the month came next week came tomorrow came and it was like, okay, um, what if I start the day after, you know, and really taking that jump is one of the best things you you can do for yourself with, within anything. Obviously don't be too reckless. Don't like jump into stuff that, um, needs actual planning and actual time and place but for so many things especially with like personal development and personal projects you can jump in and it will save you so much time and stress and like reminiscing about 
one year before where you said you would start, but you didn't. And now you're here where you could have made so much progress, but you haven't started yet. And that progress is going to take even longer to, t- to come and to develop. But that was amazing. That was amazing advice. So you mentioned your podcast, and I really want to ask you very, very general, what inspired you to start your podcast? Yeah, so honestly, like you, I do find myself loving to just converse with people, right? And just having conversations with even strangers. And I remember literally the other day, I was walking with my family in um, our like kind of city park. Um, and this girl, she came up to us and was like, oh, hey, I'm lost. Can you guys like walk me back to the parking area? And we're like, yeah. And I just had a conversation with her. We ended up like, you know, switching Instagrams. And I think I just love conversing with anybody. And um, I think that's partly what inspired it. But the most crucial like part, I think, of it was, or for me to even just like know that I could start a podcast was my French teacher. Um, his name is Mr. Latar. I had him on, I think, kind of recently um but he showed me or he like told me that um through like broadcast communications which is the class I'm taking that um you can start your own podcast and that was just so eye-opening to me because I never knew you could start your own podcast being a teen I always thought you need like an organization backing you or something or I just thought it was just a super serious ordeal that only you know um really famous people could do so I just never took the step into doing it but then when he told me that I could do it when I'm like um, still a teenager at any age, I was like, wow, that's so interesting. And just knowing that I love conversing with people, especially during the pandemic, when sometimes I would go weeks on end without talking at all, like even with my family. And I just realized, no, I need to start like interacting with people, talking with people. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start a podcast and taking that first step of even searching up, okay, how to start a podcast or um, yeah, just that, like this free resource anchor came up and I was like, oh my gosh, this has everything on there that I need. It distributes your episodes to like Spotify, Apple, Google, all these different places. And I was like, that's so amazing. You know, even just taking that first step really changed my mindset as well to just go for things, right? Because I'm sure there's always going to be resources out there for you. You just have to find them and again, just go for it. You know, if not now, then when? Um, Yeah. That was really well put. So I saw your episode in a different podcast um, on Evan Wu's podcast, last week's guest, um, Papillon Youth Outreach. And you really inspired me to like finally take the leap into starting my own podcast. I'm not kidding you when I say I've been wanting to start a podcast for the longest time. But just like you said, it's always this fear of failure and fear of um, how am I going to do it? So I watched the videos and like, I took down notes and all that stuff, but I just never wanted to take that leap forward just because I felt like there was so much that I still needed to learn. And there was so much I had to acquire, like equipment, like you see this like arm thing from here. And for the longest time, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll have to look into it more and then I'll finally start it. And then in that podcast, you mentioned Anchor. Thank you for hosting our podcast. But mm-hmm. um, you mentioned Anchor and I was like, oh, hey, let me take a look at this Anchor thing. And it was so simple and so straight to the point that I was like, okay, I can do this now. Um, so I jumped on Canva and made cover art. <laughs> and um, then it was like from there, I started asking a bunch of my friends, actually, fun fact, what really stopped me from starting a podcast was I felt the need to have another person do it with me. So there were so there are so many like amazing podcasts that have two permanent hosts. So like 
retail nightmares um still buffering most like my brother my brother and me like three permanent guests or hosts and i always felt like okay um i don't want to go through the hassle of trying to find someone to do a podcast with every week so let me ask some of like my friends that i feel like would fit the the mole to as well as i could and ask them if they would like to do it <laughs> and um lo and behold none of them wanted to do it <laughs> so i was like okay well until i find someone to do it with me this project is going to be on hold but then finally like i listen to your podcast i listen to evan's podcast and i was like okay people my age are doing this and they're doing it alone they aren't doing it with like two or three other permanent permanent hosts that they're friends with i can do this alone um and that's when i finally took the leap i recorded episode 0 out now on um spotify wherever spotify and three other places that i can't remember <laughs> and yeah so now my podcast is officially a thing i've my cyber uh, footprint is now on the internet and it's like we're just doing like even though it's not um as popular or as great as i wish it was i know that someday i will get there and um yeah so maybe this this is more of like a thank you for like actually pushing me and like um even if you didn't know it your um your influence can is reached like in places you haven't even you don't even know of and the okay last thing the other day um i had i record in bulk which i think a lot of podcasters do so um i had a friend of mine who was on my podcast and she said um you inspired one of my friends to start a podcast themselves. I was like, I only released one episode. <laughs> like my reach is already that far. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, it was like amazing. So, it's like this chain of events, you know, like you inspired me, I inspired someone else, they're going to inspire someone else and it's really great. So, thank you for that. Oh, well, that's like amazing to hear because I would never think that, you know, just starting this, I would be able to reach somebody like you even all the way in Toronto, Canada to start their own. And that's just I that's so heartwarming to hear. And I love how again like you said it's a chain reaction. You're able to inspire somebody else as well and hopefully they will inspire more people and that's just so amazing to hear. Um yeah. I know like for sure. Are there, have there been any struggles or issues or um obstacles that you faced while making the podcast and how did you go about um trying to mitigate those? Um yeah, so let me think. Regarding the podcast, definitely I would say some of like the biggest challenges are editing it, right? And um having to combine each audio and um cutting like each question, right? And then the answer and the question answer and like having to have it all together. But then also once you send it, having to edit um it over again if they hear any like hiccups or anything. And so that was definitely a challenge that I had to personally kind of overcome and realize, you know, this is my passion. So I'm just gonna put all my effort in, even though I may feel like oh, you know, this is a burden right now, but um, in the end, like you're doing it because you want it, right? And you're doing it because of your passion for podcasting or conversating with other people and like kind of getting um, these different messages out there. So I think that was definitely a challenge that I um, had to overcome and just realizing to overcome, I realized, you know, it's just putting your full effort into something, right? And putting your passion into something that's what it's all about um and like i feel like if you just do something with passion you're always going to succeed right um i remember my teacher he told me the difference between good and excellent is passion right you can do something good you know anybody can get an a in a class um but if you do it with passion right that's the difference so um i think that was just definitely a challenge that i had to kind of overcome it's kind of small but yeah oh no any challenge that you've overcome is like 
one to put down in the books. And mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, my con- so my podcast is more like, as you can tell, a conversational podcast. So editing isn't much of a like too big of an issue. It's more of like cutting out the really long pauses. And if there's um, like putting in the intro, putting out the putting in the outro and like obviously anchor again makes it really easy. So <laughs> it's not too much of a big deal for on this side of, on this end of things. But I can definitely see how that could be very time consuming and very effort um, demanding. Mm-hmm. So maybe let's take a look into the future. Where do you see your podcast in two years? In two years, um, I think in two years, I just really want to have a continuation, right? And in two years, hopefully I'll be off in college and I'll be able to interview some of my college people, maybe even some professors. And I think my goal goal for this podcast, like my dream, dream guest, I have no idea if I'll ever reach this, but um, my dream, dream guest is Andrew Wang, because just like he's done so much just for, yeah, for the Asian community and getting us out there, especially with this presidential um 2020 right and when he got out there to be a presidential campaigner or like um candidate and i think that was just so inspiring to see him grow because i remember him coming to detroit and um it was like one of his first campaign um events and it was like so small crowd maybe like 50 people but now seeing him grow to be where he is now i think that's just so amazing and um he's definitely one of my like like if i get him on the podcast i would just feel like Oh, so relieved and be like, I finally am here, you know, and, um, but I mean, honestly, if we're looking into like even more when I'm like 60, 70, I just want to keep doing this, you know, and just keep interviewing people and just, it's almost like a diary for me, right, of recordings of conversations that I've had with people and um, so I think in two years, I just, yeah, I just want to have it continuation, maybe have some famous people, we'll see how this goes, um, yeah. I can definitely see mind maps with really, really influential people. It's an amazing podcast and it deserves amazing people to be on it. And some of the, like everyone that you've already had um, lives up to that standard and you're def- I, de- I can definitely see a lot of growth. Um, oh, there was a question I wanted to ask, but I forgot. Oh yes. What changes do you see for your podcast in the next few years? Um, I think some changes would be I want to try to make it become less like interview based and a little bit more conversational like yours. Um, Because like, I think there's not really that personal aspect or fun aspect if I make it so like interview based and rigid like okay, I'm gonna ask these questions this and um, so I definitely just wanted to become more conversational more natural and um, just touch on a bunch of different topics right and um, that's something that I really would like to see. Um, kind of change about my podcast yeah yeah for sure um I can tell you it's really fun (laughs) having to talk really um freely and just like it feels like a conversation with a friend and Mm -hmm. the time flies by really fast Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you some very light-hearted questions I know some of those kind of went a little deep what is your biggest pet peeve about podcasting Hmm, I think my biggest pet peeve, kind of touched on it a little bit, but is definitely editing it. Um, especially, like I said, because mine is more interview based. There's so many questions. I always send um, all my guests like an interview kind of questionnaire with all the questions I'll be asking. And there's always like 20, 30 questions, right? And so like having to edit like, you know, the question and then put in mine and the question in mine, that takes up definitely a chunk of my time. Um, so that is definitely a pet peeve I have um, for my podcast 
but yeah. Okay, question. So uh-huh. you do you like record your podcast one-on-one or like do you record the questions and then have them record the answers? Yeah, so I, it's, how would I say this? I think it would be like kind of similar to what we're doing right now. So I do a Zoom meeting, right? And then sometimes if like they're willing, I'll have the guests also record on their own devices. Um, and then through that, I ask them for the recording. Yeah, and then I have to combine those two together. So it takes a while because I have to um, get the actual like audio in to the editing software, but like put it in like 60 times to like, you know, have to edit out the interview question and then the answer. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how it works. Wow, that a lot of effort. I feel like I'm doing too little right now. It's like I have to um, now I have to record on my phone. For me, I feel like if at least as long as the host has good audio, I think it's mm-hmm. fine on the user's end. I feel like they they're more forgiving with the host like audio. They're like, okay, well, they're not. Well, in this case, yes, but usually they're not podcasters. So it's like um, excellent audio isn't really the standard for the ho- for the guests. So <laughs> I kind of don't worry about that, but I feel like bad for not worrying about it now. <laughs> no, honestly, I think it's totally fine. Like I relate with that because um, I think at the start of my podcast, I was like, I actually had the opposite mindset. I was like, no, it has to be perfect for me to like, get a good viewing or get a good following. But honestly, for podcasts, I have not spent a cent on my podcast. I just use my phone, you know, it's good quality. And I'm like, you know, I'll roll with it. Cause honestly, I think the biggest thing with podcasts is that um, it doesn't really matter, I guess, like what equipment you use, right? Or what editing software you use. I think it's more the content itself. And um, even if like the audio may be a little bit um, squeaky or something whatever it be I think in the end if the content is good you're pushing out you know good stuff out there um it's just better and it will overcome the little minor things that may be wrong with it yeah Mm -hmm. so speaking of audio and pet peeves do you want to hear mine yes I think you might be able to relate to this but this happened to me really recently have you ever recorded a podcast all the way through and click on the audio to hear like literally the entire audio file like distorted yes no I definitely relay with that and even sometimes I'll forget to like press record and that was a learning curve for me because then I was like wait no I have to record the zoom now and it's just I definitely relate with that oh my gosh it's the equivalent of recording a video and then looking at the footage and having it be out of focus, like the mm-hmm. entire thing. So mm-hmm. it's it breaks. It's worse than any heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh, For I, sure. I relate with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so let's... So next question. Um, what is your guest-attaining criteria? How do you go about getting people on your podcast? Do you look for certain people, et cetera, et cetera? Go ahead. Yeah, so I think in the beginning of my podcast, I was more, I literally thought I was just going to have local friends, right? Just people from my school. I had maybe a list of like 60 people I wanted to get from my school on here. But obviously now I've only had like two people from my school and everybody else is just from all over. Um, So I think what helps me attain like these new guests, right, from all over that I didn't necessarily have a connection with before was this one girl, her name is Iris Fu. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's like, small YouTuber, um, but basically I came across her video and it was about, oh, what extracurriculars you can do during um, quarantine or when you're at home. And um, she just talked about all these different things. And then I went in her like description and she said she made this like Slack group. Are you familiar with Slack or? 
yep, I've, yeah. I'm uh-huh. accustomed. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so she said she made this Slack group for just all her subscribers. And I was thinking this Slack group would probably be amazing to just have all these really inspirational teens, right? Doing probably all these different things, whether it be nonprofits, podcasts, whatever it be. And so I was like, you know, what? I'm going to join this and see if I can just get my podcast out there and see if I'll get any guests. And right away, once I just said, hey guys, my name is, you know, Anna, I have this podcast, blah, blah, blah. Right away, I just got people instantly and they were like, oh my God, Anna, I would love to be on your podcast to talk about, you know, my organization or blah, 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 blah. And I think that's really what helped me first get the first few people um, where they were like nonprofit students or I had a gap year kid from India. And um, then through there, I joined another Slack group and it was for just podcasters. Um, and through that, I got like one one podcast kind of girl um, on like we did collab. Um, and then after that, I just like started slowly getting people through Instagram DMs. They DM'd me because I think after, you know, having these types of people right on my podcast, they're like, oh, well, I have this organization. So I'd love to talk about that. And slowly they just started coming to me. Um, and then recently with um, Max, you know, the kind of famous guy, um, I was actually a subscriber to his YouTube channel for a while, even when he probably had um, like 80k or so and so just watching him grow that was really inspiring to me and he um, has like this discord thing for all his subscribers yeah so through that I also contacted him I was like hey Max would you be interested in being on a podcast or my podcast and he was like yeah for sure so I just dm'd him all the details and he was like so like welcoming and letting me to um do this podcast with him and so now after him it's kind of like a chain reaction right because he has friends that are youtubers that are also like they have like 50k subscribers so through that i can like ask them and once they see oh max was on you know maybe i'll go on too and it's kind of like a chain reaction right through um how i kind of grew my guests but yeah oh that's that's great um so it's in general the pattern is like you have to put your fruit you have to put your no, sorry. You have to take a step in and then from there, it's kind of like traction grows and you just get all those amazing people that just start like filing in. Um, I need to take notes. <laughs> um, but that sounds that sounds really great. And um, I can't wait to see what kind of guests you're going to have in the future. It's super exciting. Thank you. One more question. I think you mentioned this beforehand or at least in the pre-show the first 15 minutes what are your favorite podcasts that you like listening to yeah so um one of my like guilty pleasure podcasts is tmg tiny meat gain if people are familiar that's like noel miller and cody co they're so funny um they're also youtubers and i just love them because i can tell they're just so passionate about their work and they diversify their work which i love like um they both do like zapping um even noel has made like short films which are amazing um they do podcasting, YouTube, all these different things. And I think that's just so amazing because I know they're passionate about what they're doing. And so their work is just the content too, which is so funny and good. Um, and then one more serious one is called Experts on Experts by Dax Shepard. Um, and I think I really took inspiration from him because what he does is basically a larger scale of what I do. And he like interviews all his actor friends to like Sanjay Gupta, all these different people and influential people. And um, he goes into so many different topics with them and into like their background, right? And I think that's just so amazing. So I kind of wanted to replicate what he did, except with um, like still kind of influential people, but more like small scale um, and like teenagers trying to get their message out there with like whatever they're doing, like nonprofits or maybe inspiring others to get into like some type of philosophy, anything like that. Um, Yeah. What about you? 
Oh, my favorite podcast. So I have quite a few. Um, I'm going to get the obvious one out the way. I love My Brother, My Brother and Me. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And it never fails to make me laugh. And when I'm on like the tra- when I'm on transit, like public transit, I look like a freak show because I'm laughing to myself. So that's always great. But one of the smaller ones I like is called Retail Nightmares. And it's about, I literally can't remember the names right now, but it's these two wonderful women. And each week they have um, one of their friends on and they just fool around. And it's so refreshing because it's one of those things where um, it's like you kind of relax and you kind of forget about um, any stress or anything that you have to do um, within like your day to day and just having like fun with them. And their guests are like always hilarious They're Most of them are comedians. So it's like, obviously it's part of their job, but um, it's really fun. And it's such a great time listening to them. Another one that I really like um, more educational is called Ologies with Rebecca. And I can't, I'm really bad with names. I can't remember her last name, but it's basically she, each week she has a very, 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 very specialist person. So what I mean by that is like, it's not like, oh, this week she has a biologist and this week she has an ecologist. She has like people that study the most minor things in each of their fields. So one week she had um, this person who's a specialist in like bread making, but with an Egyptian twist. So um, I think his occupation is called like gastro um, Egyptology. (laughs) And it was, it's always so eye opening, especially like at this point of our lives where um, we're like so much of our days taken over just by thinking about our future careers and seeing these people who are doing like things you don't really hear about and seeing that they like love what they do and they um, really just do whatever they have to do and like go with their own flow is amazing. And you get to learn something out of it too. So for any one of you who want like any of the podcasts that we just talked about, um, mine's are Retail Nightmares, My Brother, My Brother and Me and Ologies. Anna, yours are? Mine are, I'm sorry, I was about to say mind maps, um, experts on experts <laughs> Jack Shepard, um, and TMG, Tiny Meat Game with Cody, Co and Noel Miller. Oh, that's amazing. Um, maybe one day we'll have some of them on our podcast. Ooh. That would be amazing. I would love to have mm-hmm. Griffin McElroy on my podcast. If you're hearing mm-hmm. this, join us. Yes. <laughs> but I think that pretty much wraps up all the questions and everything I wanted to talk about. Any last pressing thoughts on your mind you'd like to share with us before we start to wrap up? Hmm, let me think. Um, I would say just like some ending notes is just, like I said before, just go for it. You know, whoever's listening, like just go for what you've been holding back on, right? Whether it be eating healthy or getting active or starting a podcast or even like, you know, becoming having a better work ethic, something like that, just go for it. Because like I said before, the quote that I literally saw through Pinterest is, if not now, then when, right? So just go for it right now and you won't regret like the time that you took just to think about the idea, right? Because I think both of us can relate to um, just thinking about an idea but never acting on it and actually going for it. So yeah, just go for it. That's my ending thing that I want to tell listeners. Amazing. Well, Anna, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of The Golden Age. Anything you'd like to promote? 
promote um i would say just check out mind maps we just i just started like um unedited and like raw episodes like zoom episodes um of like i think the most recent episode and episode i think 17 or 18 with my teacher um so those are up on youtube if you just search up mind maps within a hoe that should pop up and then our instagram is mind maps podcast you can check that out um yeah that's all i really have to promote amazing uh thank again thank you so much for being on this podcast for everyone who's listening thank you for listening and make sure to tune in next week bye uh, bye <laughs>Thank you to listening to the Golden Age Podcast. Make sure to leave a five-star review wherever possible and follow us on Instagram at the Golden Age Podcast. This has been your host, Bilal Bartai, and I'll see you next week.